0: EEM is a podcast that proves women can still be strong and influential while being godly and humble. EAM streams anywhere you listen to your music and podcasts. If you like what you hear, visit our website emisher.wigsite.com for more resources. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Hi. so exciting. Hi you're happy everyone. to be back. Hi guys. Me too. It's- So I'm super excited about this one, which is why I want to get into it straight away. Definitely. Um, And I feel like the last two weeks we covered, we talked so much. We did a two parts mini series about worth, and I I can't help but feel like yes, we as women right now are always questioned about where our place is and our worth and whatever. But it's not the only thing that contributes to a woman's identity. So I'm I'm super excited that today we're going to talk about uh, beauty. And the reason why I say beauty and not pretty (laughs) was because I wanted to distinguish between the two because I felt like while we're today, we're going to be reading from Ezekiel. And I feel like when I was reading this passage, I kind of came up with my own definition of beauty of that. It's true. It's like honest. That's what I mean. It's lasting. It's radiating. It's given by God to every girl. It's God given. And then I, I struggled to come up with a definition for pretty. Mm-hmm. when you say siri what does pretty mean she says attractive in a delicate way without being truly beautiful or handsome <laughs> no way <laughs> i know and i was like oh wow this is like someone's playing a trick yeah no one call me that it's done, it's done. yeah it's <laughs> yeah. done i don't ever want to be called pretty good and then i was like this is like someone's tricking me so then i read the second definition of pretty and it's an attractive thing typically pleasing but unnecessary accessory an unnecessary wow. accessory wow <laughs> and i was like wow anybody who says i look pretty um <laughs> is rude he's <laughs> <Is> absolutely rude <laughs> so i feel like we need to put that into perspective when we're reading today you know there's a difference between being pretty and being beautiful absolutely I, th- I think even mm-hmm. like the way the words sound kind of tell you which one you'd rather be so what are we reading today
1: We are reading Ezekiel 16, verse 6 to 14. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. As I passed by, I saw you defiled in your blood. So I said to you, let there be life out of your blood and multiply. I made you as a field in a full bloom, and you multiplied, became great, and entered into great cities. Your breasts were firm, and your hair grew but you were naked and behaved improperly. As I passed by and saw you, behold, it was your time, a time for lodging people. So I spread my wings over you, covered your shame and swore an oath to you. I entered into a covenant with you and and you became mine, says the Lord. Then I washed you in water, washed away your blood and anointed you with oil. I clothed you in embroidered garments with purple underneath. I dressed you with fine linen and covered you with a veil of fine silk. I adorned you with jewelry and put bracelets on your wrists and a necklace around your neck. I put a ring in your nose, earrings in your ears, and a crown of boasting on your head. Thus you were adorned with gold and silver, and your clothing was of fine linen, silk, and embroidered cloth. You ate pastry of fine flour, oil, and honey. You became very beautiful. Your name went out among the nations for your beauty because it was perfected with elegance and beauty, which I put upon you, says the Lord.
2: I can. Wow.
1: So I can. <laughs> I love okay. it so
0: it's, much. Yeah. There's so much. <laughs> it's amazing. There's so much to oh, say. for
3: sure. Yeah. And I think there's so much in this passage, especially understanding the first five verses of this chapter and like the huge transition <clears> that <throat> happened. He starts by saying that. You, Jerusalem, or basically addressing us, you were born in your own blood, in your filth. You are uh, you were despised. You were rejected. And like, there's so many like commentaries that go into like how the, the the child is not rubbed with salt and not wrapped in swaddling cloth, basically, literally being rejected, being thrown out in the field because no one wants to keep them. And so everyone who passes by hates them. And then all of a sudden we read what Marina just read for us. So it's it's amazing.
0: Hmm. No, I agree. I like touching on the first few verses, especially verse seven. I made you thrive like a plant in the field and you grew, matured, and became very beautiful. Not very pretty. Very <laughs> beautiful. Knew. Very beautiful. And I love that. You thrived like a plant in the field. I, I think there's such, it's so poetic, that part. And, and you grew and matured. Yeah. And became very beautiful. You didn't just, you didn't just stop but you continue to grow Mm -hmm. even in your beauty. You continuously became beautiful. You weren't beautiful for a time. You weren't beautiful for like a a moment. You were beautiful. You continued to be.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I was just going to say that this continuous growth implies that he was with her along the way. He didn't Mm -hmm. transform
1: her and leave. Yeah, and what I love is that when he passed by her and saw her defiled in her blood, he told her to live. Twice. And she was actually in a state of death initially, right? Like, she was filled with blood and filth. And he didn't shy away from that. He instead lifted her up, washed her from that, from that filth, clothed her with gold and silver, and granted her a royal standing. How I read into that was,
0: make an meant You know, you were beautiful and God made you beautiful, but you were not self-sufficient yeah Mm -hmm. you Mm weren't you weren't enough on your own to continue to thrive like that plant Mm -hmm. right I think what blows my mind is that he paid attention to her in
3: the first place, that she got his attention. Like when we're in society, we look and we're naturally drawn to those who are most attractive, whether physically or their character or whatever it is that is admirable about them. But he came to her in this state of filth she was in and passes by her and then passes by her again and gives her all these things. Mm -hmm. It really switches your mind into thinking that your value, like what we were talking about last week and your beauty is not something that's circumstantial. It's not, now i'm beautiful but yesterday i wasn't it's something that he sees continuously because he sees you in in the creation that he made you in
1: Mm -hmm. Wow, I love that, Maria. And going off of that, I found this quote by Saint John Chrysostom that says that because she was unable to ascend up to him, he himself came down to her and did not hesitate to hold her hand. And isn't that just so beautiful? Despite the blood and the filth and the sin that she was living in, Christ came down not only to approach her, but he actually united with her and gave her that imperishable beauty.
3: No, I totally agree. Um, like this beauty that he sees in her is definitely not set by the worldly criteria because
2: she was rejected yeah and and like maria said like i like how he took notice of her and if there's nowhere in this passage where it says like she was beautiful and he came and he added to her beauty like Mm -hmm. she started out like ugly and loathed and i love that because it really focuses on god's just how gracious he is because he didn't have to do that. And uh, and he kind of shares his beauty with us. Yeah. Like I remember I also read something similar um, in a book called The Theology of Beauty. And it kind of said that man's destiny is already determined. God allows us to participate in his beauty. The fact that he allows yeah. us just speaks to how much he loves us. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always blame society for... You know setting the standards that are wrong Mm -hmm. and looking at us weird but we look at ourselves in this critical way too we are the ones who hate ourselves and you wake up in the morning and you're so critical of what your hair looks like and what struggle you're you know with your weight Mm -hmm. or with your acne or whatever and it's it's so detrimental to our own self and we Mm -hmm. just need to see ourselves the way God sees us and I think not only does he stop there he clothes her with like royal and majestic clothing and he makes a covenant with her and he says you became mine like that's Mm -hmm. Yeah, a, like it's such a husband speaking to a wife, you know. Yeah. Why? Like you, you, wonder why. What did you see in me that was so beautiful that you would want
0: me to bear your name? I agree. I agree. And speaking more on that whole analogy of um, marriage, and and um, he says to her, he says, "I swore an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you, and you became mine." And I, sorry, I love that because it's like everything you'd ever want in a husband or in a mm-hmm. relationship. It yeah. also says. So I spread my wing over you and covered your nakedness. It wasn't, look, she's naked. Mm-hmm. Like, how could she possibly think this was okay? Mm-hmm. But this whole, yeah. I spread my wing over you was, protection was granted. And this whole, I covered you with nakedness, his provision, he granted her provisions. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. and I, And I love that he says, indeed, your time was the time of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: He restores her dignity and her honor.
0: Right. Um, and i actually read something very cool that says that um the last time they described in the bible a description like this i clothed you in embroidered cloth and gave you sandals etc was when they described the making of the tabernacle Mm -hmm. and if you move a few yeah and if you move a few verses down it says you ate pastry of fine flour honey and oil he allowed her to eat the food of its of the tabernacle's offerings mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. offerings in the tabernacle oh. sorry. And
2: taking how holy that was like people
0: have to take off their shoes exactly. they were like like it's so like he, Was that holy to him. <laughs> yeah, so he adorned her similar to the holy of holies.
1: Right after that he says your name went out among the nations for your beauty. And he says, you became very beautiful because it was perfected with elegance and beauty, which I put upon you. Yes. So this, all this beauty, all this elegance that came to this woman after, you know, where she was initially, that's, that all comes from him, from God mm-hmm. and it doesn't come from anything that she could have received from the world yeah right that's exactly what i was gonna say like
3: exactly the fact that her beauty came from the fact that he paid attention to her and from the fact
2: that he gave her something it said that the holy spirit sanctified our senses Mm -hmm. i think it's safe to say that honestly when you meet someone like in person and they're just like so rude to you i promise they look a little (laughs) uglier they do yes and and vice versa (laughs) like that's the it's not like it's a stupid example but honestly it's so true like i think Like inner beauty, really,
1: like it shows. It radiates. Yeah, like yeah. In this, in this passage, he is talking about like f- he's using physical symbols, but these are all like representations of things he does to our soul. Exactly. He makes our soul beautiful. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He makes our inside so beautiful.
0: And our heart is the reflection of our words and the way that we look and everything. So yeah, that 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 that's so true. And yeah. then I also wanted to touch on that last verse too because Marina brought up such a great point about how it was because of god like this woman was this she was famous Mm -hmm. but she was Mm -hmm. notorious she was more notorious than she was famous you know she was known for what she had done she had no she was known for her sins but it says here your fame went out among the nations because of your beauty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. clearly this inner transformation right exactly for it was perfect through my splendor it wasn't it was because of him not because of her or what she had done or brought about herself and it was by his timeless standards Mm -hmm. not by Mm -hmm. the world and i kind of want to touch on that because as much as we love um inner beauty and sure the bible speaks about that we can't ignore that in our life right now outer beauty is a thing and it's not just a thing it's like a huge Mm -hmm. fashion and and um what's the trend and the latest thing is is a huge thing right now numbers on the scale for sure Mm -hmm. numbers on the scale um like so much of it so much of it is 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 a huge part of this generation Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um it's like to the point where it's suffocating because you can you feel like you can't you can't ever be good enough and and it's it's like you can't ignore it Mm -hmm. either it's Mm -hmm. it's everywhere and it's very hard to escape so i also wanted to talk about that because You know, if we're following fashion trends, if we're following numbers on a scale, if we're following all of that, there's a reason why it's called fashion. You Mm -hmm. know, fashion, it depends on what's changing. (laughs) Fashion by definition, exactly. It means it's always changing. Mm -hmm. But because here he says, through my splendor, you are beautiful. He's kind of saying, you know, it's by my standards. Mm -hmm. My timeless standards is Mm -hmm. what made you beautiful. Mm -hmm. So you can follow all the trends you want. You can go as uh, on as many diets as you think you need. But at the end of the day... You will never amount to the world, but you will always amount to, for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
1: mm-hmm. will always be enough to me for me. And the beauty that He has given us will never change. It transcends the fashion and yes. the times, exactly. and yes. the culture and everything that's going to change that we can't catch up with yeah. as mm-hmm. hard as we try. I have
3: mm-hmm. such beef with the world with the word goals because (laughs) first of
1: all goals just
3: implies that this person that we call goals is so far from us right a goal is something Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. see but it's not something you're at right now
1: like relationship goals or whatever
3: or this girl you know addresses goals whatever but like we fail to realize that like natalie was saying we're all beautiful in in god's eyes and this goals implies that this is like the standard that's going to stay forever but fashion changes all the time and what was mm-hmm. considered beautiful is now oh my goodness unhealthy and whatever so it's it's this problem that we have where we judge by the wrong criteria so mm-hmm. i think there's mm-hmm. obviously like outer beauty is so important as like as saint paul calls us the ambassadors of christ if we're ambassadors representing christ himself yeah. we need to you know look presentable we need to make good first impressions we need to take care of the temple of the holy spirit which is our right. body that he gave just but at the that. same time i think you know, like balance that with the inner beauty and not make the outer beauty our goal.
2: Yeah, I agree Mm -hmm. with that. I think you always have to look within and honestly think about your intentions. Like, am I doing this because I'm looking to please people? Or am I genuinely getting fit, for example, because this is my body, which is the temple of Christ. And I genuinely want to take care of it because it is such a big gift from him. You know, like, who am I trying to impress? What am I trying
0: to do? Exactly. So, story time. Mm -hmm. I as many of you guys know, um, probably I just went through like a major, um, change physically. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I did, I lost a lot of weight, but if you spoke to me before that, two years ago, um, I would have told you, and if I was speaking super candidly, I would have told Mm -hmm. you like, all I need to do is lose X amount of pounds and all of my life's problems would be solved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd get better grades. I have better, <laughs> more friends. I'd, right. um, confidence like ev- would boost. Yeah. yeah. Like everything, everything would be better. And it was funny because as the w- scale went down, yeah, there were p- times where I was super confident, but it was funny because as the fat shed, I guess, the more I was able to see other things that were wrong with me that mm-hmm. I couldn't necessarily <laughs> see the first time. Cause I was so blinded by that main big One problem goal. that right. I had or like that not n- not just a goal but like I saw it as a huge problem like mm. this is like mm-hmm. such a barrier for me like a, a hurdle yeah mm-hmm. I saw it as a huge hurdle so um only after that a- and, and you always read online about like people's testimonies and their stories and like how they say you know it's not about the number on the scale and you always read that and you go yeah, yeah 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 mm-hmm. okay but genuinely from from a genuine point of view I can now say I understand that a little bit because even though I may not necessarily be at the goal that I want to, or the number that I want to hit right now, mm-hmm. I am so proud just to see what my body was able to do mm-hmm. because I genuinely mm-hmm. never thought there are things that I n- genuinely never thought my body was capable of doing. Yeah. So that yeah. in itself was like a huge boost in confidence and then everything else followed. Mm-hmm right so it's all about that like it may not necessarily be that main goal you wanted to hit but whatever that mini accomplishment was on the inside truly does it's it's like a domino effect i don't know if i'm making any sense right now no please let me know so it's it and it it really did like affect my perspective of what i thought beauty was it was actually a huge barrier for me I, Mm -hmm. i i like i i never thought i would ever like look in the mirror and like what i see and like god knows that um when i would put something on before i'd leave the house i'd like not only look in the mirror but i'd like look at like at myself in different ways like bending down Mm -hmm. sitting down standing Mm -hmm. up because i wanted to make sure that in every angle i looked okay if i had looked in the inside and fixed that a little bit more Mm -hmm. i feel like it would have like obviously my out i I still would have had my issues i'm not going to deny that like you know Mm -hmm. i would have felt okay with how i looked or whatever because no because like that was still a major issue for me but i think i would have felt a little bit more confident on my journey of weight loss especially during the moments where the scale didn't necessarily how hard i was working because the inner beauty that changing you know timeless uh beauty that is given from god if i had paid a little bit more attention to that and honed into that i Mm -hmm. think that my time especially during those hard parts would have been easier
2: yeah i feel like i feel like it's important also to like it made me think what do i want because whenever i would go to myself and i'd be like oh like i want to get really really skinny and then in my head and like i'm always I, I, I'm self-deprecating to a fault. So like, honestly, I don't lie to myself and that will literally be like, I want to get skinny because I want this guy. And I know mm. that he wants a skinny girl. <laughs> but then it makes me think, even if I get this guy, I'm going to eventually get fat. Why do I even want a guy in general who wants a girl who's skinny? Like if that's what he's looking for, maybe that's not something I want. So mm-hmm. in general, it's like, like I know this sounds weird but sometimes it's a blessing in disguise that you're not pretty by the mm-hmm. world standards because mm-hmm. the things you get will be the things that last. Like I have mm-hmm. I've seen and this is actually like it makes me kind of sad because you know we're talking about girls that maybe are insecure Then maybe mm-hmm. there's girls who are perfectly pretty honestly right. and you're listening and, and you know you're pretty but even those girls i've seen them enter into relationships that maybe were not the best because the guy only liked them for that particular right. reason and eventually he would go looking elsewhere because mm-hmm. they're never going to be enough even if you're literally the most pretty mm-hmm. so it's like in general when it's based off of that it's never gonna work. It's never yeah. gonna last. So, like, it's it's not something that you should even depend on, you know. In the second part of the passage, uh, basically, like it says that she trusted in her own beauty, and then that's when yeah. she starts falling. So it's like, yes, yeah, yes. So it's. Like, I wanted to, yeah. yeah I, I'll let you keep going with that because I, I, like, it's just it's so it's funny to me how like as soon as you trust in your
1: own beauty, even if mm-hmm. you're beautiful, mm-hmm. you're gonna fall. You fall. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly and it's just it's so saddening like i actually when i first read this chapter i didn't think that it would go down (laughs) yeah so exactly what karen was saying after we read about all the beautiful things that she was adorned with and how her beauty was given to her by god she immediately forgets about him in verse 15 and that's when she starts to trust in her own beauty and like karen said that's where her fall really begins For the next 45 verses, we see her taking all the holy and the precious adornments that God bestowed upon her and basically giving it away to people and discarding of it. And when I read that, I just think it's so sad because like after she was united with God himself and he gave her a royal standing and this imperishable beauty. She still chose to go back to the blood and the filth that she was originally born in. You know, sometimes I think that's us. Sometimes I think that we can get caught up with our own outward beauty or any sin really and think that this is what's going to satisfy me and this is all I need in life. Even after all of that sin, I think what's so beautiful is that in verse 60, God says, Nevertheless, I will remember and establish my covenant with you. Like, wow, he still chooses to honor the oath that he made to her in the very beginning. I think that's so comforting to know that our God will always have his arms open for us to repent. He will sanctify us and we will still be considered his beloved. We will still be considered his chosen ones.
2: It's funny because like, um, it's like, what do you do next, right? And and I'm looking at this quote right now by F.B. Meyer, who kind of describes how we're supposed to react to God's amazing gifts. And it says, let us dare to believe that it is so, accept and value your position. In Christ, we're more than tolerated, we're loved are more than forgiven we're arrayed in fair garments Mm -hmm. so it's like what do you take with the fact that you're beautiful you have to actually acknowledge it value it because if you really genuinely value it then you will look and seek that um, forgiveness and you'll actually offer that repentance continuously. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, we have to start by surrounding ourselves with good people. So I'm not just saying like people of this world, like you're going to believe what you constantly hear. So if you genuinely read the, what God keeps saying about you, then mm-hmm. the next time that somebody comes up to you and says you're ugly, which sounds like it never happens, but it genuinely does. Like even in high school or mm-hmm. in general, like I remember or just so in many subtle ways. Stories. Yeah. Oh, in super subtle ways. Like you're really wearing that. you know like Mm -hmm. things like that that gets you they wouldn't Mm -hmm. get to you because you you know what god says about you and you have that at the back of your head so you need to like like those things that god clothes you with so you almost have to like put on those garments and like go out into the world wearing them so that it's like Mm -hmm. other things don't get to you as much i love Mm -hmm.
3: that Mm -hmm. i wanted to share with you guys a quote from saint clement of alexandria that really relates to what you were saying he says the greatest of all lessons is to know yourself because when you know yourself you can know god and by knowing God, you will be made like God. And so in the sense that once you know your own defects, yes, you're aware of them. You are aware of who can fix these defects or who looks at you perfect regardless of these. And then you will become more like him. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's this concept of, you know, it's, it's not us anymore. It's not all the center
1: of intention is us and the world, but it's about God, obviously. I think the one thing that we take away from this is we need to like stop putting our eyes on ourselves Mm -hmm. and being self focused and putting our trust in our own beauty that can deteriorate very easily. And we need to be Christ focused and and learn to live to please. Yeah, I love the irony
3: of how we spend so much time into like beauty products, but our beauty, our physical beauty fades, but then our soul's beauty can continue increasing as we go and as we grow. So it's you know mm-hmm. we have to yeah. focus on what's long lasting. St. Paul yeah. says like yeah. the, the outer man is perishing. Yeah, it's fading little by little, but the inner man is being renewed day by day. So oh, I think if we beautiful. focus on that,
2: we you know, we can really shine the light of Christ in our beauty i love mm-hmm. that and last thing i just want to say it's like it's really important to focus on our like um how we're, god has made us beautiful but also to look at it in others like to yes. make sure that we don't have that kind of hatred towards other people it's it's easy to say we're good and we're the children of god and to look mm-hmm. at others and not see him in them but it's important to recognize we are all beautiful so we mm-hmm. should all treat each other as such yeah
3: mm-hmm. absolutely i agree
0: so this was great guys this was wholeheartedly like i needed to hear this too yeah we yeah. so so cool. still thanks guys <laughs> Thank see you,
3: you next guys. week if you liked what you heard today visit our website emisher.wixsite.com slash for links to the resources used to prepare for these episodes have a question? want to suggest a topic? write us on our website don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening to this and follow us on our Instagram and Facebook pages please keep us in your prayers God bless